a little girl was seated with her grandpa in a big chair. He was reading to her a story. But as he was doing this, she kept taking her little hand and touching her cheek and then touching his. And this kept going on as he was telling the story. And eventually she said, Grandpa! <laughs> Did God make you? Yes, darling, a long time ago. <laughs> oh, okay, but... Did God make me, Grandpa? Yes, darling, just a little while ago. She seemed to think about it for a little while. God's getting better at it, isn't he? <laughs> Are you getting better at it? Not making people. That's a fairly straightforward process that some of you have already figured out. But are you getting better at faith? In today's Gospel reading from St. Luke chapter 17, the Apostle said that Jesus increased our faith. Apparently faith is something that can be increased. Has your faith increased? Or is it the same as it was 20 years ago? But what is faith? I mean, here we are celebrating 125 years of faith through St. James Church. Well, the church is in the disciple-making business. That's the church's mission to make disciples, committed Christians... And being a disciple means following Jesus every day in every way. Does that following require faith? Yes. It does. Good answer. But what is it? What is faith? The great 19th century English preacher, Charles Spurgeon, had an answer to that question. And here's what Dr. Spurgeon said. Quote, What is faith? It's made up of three things. Knowledge, belief, and trust. Knowledge, belief, and trust. End of quote. Knowledge relates to the doctrines, the ideas, the teachings of Christianity. Belief relates to agreeing with the knowledge presented. It's not enough for you or me just to know about something. I have to assent to it. I have to say, yes, I believe that's true. And then trust is relying upon the beliefs and relying upon the knowledge, depending upon them in one's daily life. Trust is the difference between having some ideas about religion and having a relationship of faith. Example. A religious studies professor at a university may have vast knowledge about Christianity. Vast. But for her, it's just an academic study. She does not believe in the knowledge. She certainly doesn't trust in it. So she's got the knowledge part. How's your knowledge of Christianity? Another example. A young man grows up in a Christian home. He's familiar with the basic doctrines, teachings of Christianity. He even says he believes in them. He says, yeah, I agree. I believe they're true. 
But he doesn't depend upon them in his daily life. He doesn't trust. He has the knowledge, some basic knowledge. He believes they're true, but he doesn't live it out. He doesn't trust in them. And so his lifestyle looks no different than that of any respectable, likable, ethical atheist. Which, by the way, most atheists are. Ethical, likable, and so on. Third example, final example. In the 1850s, Charles Blondin walked across Niagara Falls on a wire. And he did this again and again and again. And he did it carrying various props and things to demonstrate his skill. Well, one day he asked the crowd of people who were watching him whether they believed that he could carry someone on his back across the falls. Well, based on his past performance, the knowledge they had about him, yeah, they thought he could. They agreed that he would be able to do it. But then Blondin asked for a volunteer. <laughs> if they would be willing to get on his back and entrust themselves to him as they went across the falls. No one came forward. They had the knowledge. They had the belief. They believed he could do it, but no one trusted him enough to do it, to go out on the water. Would you? Do you have enough trust in him to depend your life upon God? Is your personal faith just knowledge? Is that all you have is knowledge? Like you could tell me the basic beliefs of Christianity? Is, that, is it just knowledge that you have? Is it just belief? You say, well, yeah, I believe that stuff. Or is it just trust? Do you need all three? Yes. Because to trust something that you know very little about would be like entrusting a man you've never met with all of your money. Does that seem like a smart idea? No, it seems like a stupid idea. That would be an example of complete, blind trust. You don't know anything about this guy, you hand over all your money. True or false statement, you tell me. Christianity is based entirely on unguided, blind trust. True or false? False! False! There is knowledge. There is Evidence. There is logical argument. Now, is there faith? Yes. But Christian faith is not the kind of faith that says, oh, check your brain at the door. So it might be time for you, if you don't know that much about Christianity, the ideas, the teachings, for you to sit down seriously and review them. Or maybe it's just been a long time since you've done that. All right, here's some easier questions for you. Do you need knowledge? Yes. Do you need belief? Yes. But tell me this. Based on your experience with friends and relationships and family life, is trust what makes it or breaks it? Yes. It comes down to trust. You need to know something about a person. Absolutely. You need to believe in the things they say. You need to believe in all that. There's compatibility, but in the end, you've got to trust them. And that's the same with faith, as this one writer speaks of it. Quote, faith is much more than belief. It is a deep trust in God. 
It is an abandoning to God in which we surrender our control and power, trusting that God will act to accomplish something through, with, or among us. That God will accomplish something wonderful and powerful that we cannot accomplish on our own. End of quote. Faith can be fed. Do you know that? You can feed your faith. You can plant seeds and harvest those seeds that you've planted in your faith. Receiving communion, receiving the Eucharist is one way of feeding your faith. You can also starve your faith. You can starve it. And perhaps not worshiping weekly or not worshiping regularly might be one way toward starvation. Always put as much effort into your faith as you do your doubt. Some people are really good at putting all their effort into their doubt. Well, always put as much effort into your faith as you do your doubt. When you come forward this afternoon to receive, don't just receive bread and wine. Receive a strengthening of your faith. Receive Christ. Faith is also a gift. Tell the person next to you, gift. Say it semi-enthusiastically. <laughs> faith is a gift that only some people, the Bible is very clear about this, some people have a special gift of faith. They have faith in great abundance. You probably know somebody like this. But for many of us, for most people, faith ebbs and flows. And maybe by personality type, you're a little skeptical. Say, I don't know about that. Or maybe life has hit you hard. And you just wonder about some things. Well, that doesn't prevent you, any of that, from being a Christian. Or becoming a Christian. Or staying one. Because, as we say in our wider parish, doubts are okay. Questions are welcome. Please come as you are. However, if your faith has not grown for a long time, or your faith has weakened, it's time for you to pray that prayer we heard in the Bible text. When the Apostle said to Jesus, increase our faith. If your faith is weakened, if your faith needs repair, then you should be saying, Lord, increase my faith. Or personally, one of the great prayers that has always been useful to me in my life as a Christian, which is also in the Gospels, where someone says to Jesus, Lord, I believe, help my unbelief. It's another great prayer. Help my unbelief. And so if you're sitting there, you and the Holy Spirit know, you and God know, whether your faith has grown or not recently. And if it hasn't, it's time to give some attention. It's time to plant some seeds. It's time to prepare to a harvest for your faith. But first, as you all know better than I, you've got to go out there, plant seeds. And trust that the Spirit and the rain and all those things will nurture your faith. That means you need to give some attention to it. To the knowing about Jesus and Christian teachings, to the believing in them, saying, yes, I agree they're true, and most importantly, to the trusting in them. So, know, believe, trust. Say it with me. Know, 
believe, trust. And I'll leave it to you and God to put your pulse on whether you need to know more knowledge about your faith, or we need to decide whether you actually believe the things that the Christian faith says, or whether you really just need to trust it. Maybe it's all three. But in other words, know God in Christ, believe God in Christ, and trust in God in Christ. Amen.